One of my all-time favorite sports stories is in 2019 at Wimbledon. It's the first round. Coco Goff is playing against her idol, Venus Williams. Coco is 15 years old at the time, and she pulls off this stunning upset, which nobody saw coming. The match is over, and she's in tears. She just broke out into tears. Goes over to, um, to Venus and shakes her hand, and then in the last moment, collects herself and pulls Venus back in and says, thank you. She goes, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Welcome to Through the Tuttle, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I discuss how gratitude can help us overcome our fear of failure and the various things we do in our life. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. Gratitude really, along with forgiveness, uh, is the key to um, peace in our lives and not just a happy life, but a joyful life. It's, it's unbelievably important. The biggest thing I can think of when it comes to gratitude is people who are unhappy always are focused on those things that they don't have. And some of these are very wealthy people, by the way. It's not necessarily a, 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 you know, just poor people who are, let's say, don't have much money in their bank account. You could be this multi-billionaire and there's just one more yacht that you need to get or one more something. And you're always chasing and you're not happy with what you have. And the happiest people in the world are those who have gratitude for the things they have, not worry about the things that they don't have. They're caught up in the game, these people, the game of life, right? It's like more, 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 right? right. It's, if, you, if you're in the money game right. or whatever uh, game you're in, uh, you want to accumulate more. It's, there's never ending. Right. More, more, more. Even in, even in football. Sure. It's, hey, we just won. Okay, we got the 24-hour rule, right? We got to move on to the next game. We don't want to get, we don't think about the, why not? Why not continue to think about the good stuff in life? Why not always think about the good things that happen in right. life? Um, doesn't mean that you're not going to be focused on what's up next, right. but it means you're going to be paying attention to those, those good things that are happening around you. That was one of my pet peeves, I think, when I watched film with the coaches. Yeah. The coaches would all pick, you know, you, you have maybe 50 good plays and four bad ones, uh, and they'd focus on the four. I get it, it's instructional, you want to critique. Right. You spend all the time on that, and then you walk out of the meeting like, God, I thought I played pretty well. Right. <laughs> I only made four mistakes. I had 50 good plays. Yeah. Um, there's no such thing as perfection. Uh, but if you focus on the good right. that's come out of those game films or the good that's come out of your life or that day or that moment or that day on your job, instead of what didn't go well, what, what went wrong, you know, if you have gratitude for that and you're thankful for those moments, um, you know, it's just going to be, your life's going to be more, you have a smile on your face. Right. Right. Yeah, I think the pressure to perform for some people is so high, they become focused on that. The crazy thing about Coco and her story is that a year before she beat um, Venus at, at Wimbledon, she almost quit tennis as a 14-year-old. Yeah. Why? Because she was starting to feel the pressure of high expectations that people had on her, and it kind of got to her. And the thing that made her snap out of it was she finally realized, hey, I love playing tennis. I have fun when I'm out there playing tennis. And she went back to that person who enjoyed her time on the court rather than worried about the pressure. And when she made that mindset shift, 
she was able to continue to play, and it's a good thing she continued to play, because she, she gave Wimbledon one of its greatest moments ever in that first round when she beat Venus. And I think a lot of people, that's the part they're missing, especially athletes. And I, I point this out to you and some of your NFL buddies that I've met. I'm like, you guys might be lamenting the fact that you didn't get to win this game or make it to the Super Bowl or play much or whatever it was when you're in the NFL. I'm like, I would have given my right arm to get a chance to play in the NFL or in the NBA or something. So to have that moment where you actually are, are doing the thing that you love, that if you can focus on that, whatever that thing is, not just sports, anything, that's a key to a lot of happiness in your life. So when you're relaxed and when you're really comfortable and having fun and smiling, it's way easier to perform than if you're thinking about, you're thinking about, oh my God, this is a really big game. I really better, I gotta perform well right. in this game. And uh, if I don't, here's what's gonna happen. And I've told uh, Matthew's high school good friend, who's now playing with him at Bowling Green, Austin Osborne this, when he was in a little slump in high school, I just said, you know, when you walk out on that field, you need to have gratitude right. for being able to play a game you love right. in front of your friends, your teammates, and people, your family that get to watch you play. Your whole school. Your whole school. You're on stage yeah, in front yeah. of your whole school. Yeah. Gratitude for the fact that you get to do that and right. have fun. And I would tell him, and I tell I tell Matthew all the time, the young son, uh, I would trade a whole lot to be able to do yeah. what you guys get to do today. Yeah. Because there's no substitute for being out there to play a game. Yeah. And enjoy it, right? And that's what we all as kids grow up to do, you know, right. but then but then the stakes get higher and everything's really more important. And, um, it becomes about winning. It becomes about performing. It becomes about hitting your marks. All those things and it's not about the just pure joy of playing. Yes. Right. And if it's the pure joy of playing, if the gratitude you have to be able to play right. and do something you love to do, which right. is what Coco demonstrated in allowing her to come out of that fear of anxiety and living up to expectations and all that, and that's what that's what gratitude does. But having that gratitude for those moments, uh, to be able to uh, you know walk onto the field or the court or whatever you're doing and perform, I mean that's when you, that should put a smile on your face. Yeah. Instead of thinking about the outcome or what you know the pressure of having to play your best, you're gonna play your best when you're not thinking. Right. Yeah, we're just out there having a good time and having right. fun. So uh, that's always my instruction to those two guys at uh, at Bowling Green when they're before a game. As I talk to them about, hey, go out there and smile and have fun. Right. Just right? Let it rip. Let it rip. It's like playing. It's like playing on the street with your friends. You just those games are the funnest games because you're just playing for pure joy and. And that's when you play your best. Exactly. What about for people who, you know, who, let's say we're talking a lot about sports, yeah. obviously, but they're just anybody. Like, what are some of the things that you think people can do to um, sort of incorporate gratitude into their life so that they remind themselves of the good things that are happening? And why is it important is the other question I, I think I'd want to ask you. We live in a fear-based world on a fear-based planet. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, Fear of missing out, uh, fear of death, fear of failure. Uh, there's a million fears, yeah, right? There, and body consciousness and all this stuff. And media that, plays yeah. into all that, right? Because well, it creates drama. Right, right. And people get intoxicated with drama, so they want to see more, more, more. Right. And all the, that's what we're living in. So what can move us out of fear is, is having a sense of gratitude. Right. Right? Takes and the it, anxiety away. Yeah, because you've shifted your focus of what you don't have or what's going bad or what went wrong to, wow, what, what a beautiful sunset. Uh, or I had a chance to spend time with my family or friends 
uh, at some event or what? Just, just watching a movie, anything. Anything. Simple. The, anything. Actually, the simplest things are actually sometimes the most meaningful. Maybe your circumstances are upside down for the moment, but if you spend time focusing on what is going well and what you do have, more things will come your way right. to give you gratitude for. It'll right. just happen because, again, you've made this shift, this perspective shift um, in your life and how you see life and how you do life. Uh, another interesting thing is a gratitude list. Develop a gratitude list. For those people that have just a hard time Just literally write it, it down? Yeah. First thing in the morning, before you go to bed at night, whenever, have this list by your nightstand and go through the day. I mean, this is what I do. Go through the day either mentally or it's more powerful to write it down. You know, right. what, what did I have gratitude for today? Right. Um, somebody bought me a cup of coffee. Right. Um, somebody um, drove me to the office. Right. Um, somebody smiled at me. Right. I mean, it could be some very yeah, simple yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, and write those things down yeah. and just continue to do that daily, right. boom, boom. And the more you do that, the more you're going to be uh, aware and paying attention to those right. things you have gratitude for because we all have things that we are grateful yeah. for. Yeah, and, and you know, you also mentioned we also have things that don't go our way. And I think for me personally, one of the things I do is, you know, you go to bed at night and you say your prayers. And when you say your prayers, oftentimes what you're doing with God is you're saying, God, please you know, take care of my family. Maybe if somebody's sick, can you please heal them? It's ask, things you're asking for, which you know, are things to, that maybe need fixing, right? So I make a point of not only doing those things, because there are people in our lives who do need you know, a, a sick relative or a sick friend who you would ask for their healing. But instead of just focusing on the things that I'm asking for from God, I also remember to thank God for the great things that happened to me in maybe the course of my life or just in that day. And then you mentioned somebody driving you to, driving you to work. I love driving my kids to school because I just just that hour or hour, half an hour of being in the car with them is, is something that I, I, I really genuinely cherish. And so little simple things like that, when you remind yourself of those things, then the other stuff doesn't seem as, as bad as it was if, if those are the things that you only focus on. Thanksgiving Day is one of my favorite holidays yeah. of the yeah. year, right? And yeah. it's, it's a day that we, we do that, right? right? What are we thankful for? And it's really, it should be every day. Yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. Day should be every single day. We may not eat turkey every day. Yeah, right. <laughs> or whatever, probably whatever probably not a good idea to eat turkey every <laughs> probably day. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you slather a lot of mayonnaise on it like I do. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Turkey sandwiches. Mayo? Turkey. Well, oh, I'm well, talking about the day after. Okay, turkey sandwich. I, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking Friday. I'm not okay. thinking Thursday. You're already thinking about leftovers? Because well, I love turkey sandwiches the, the day after. It's better to me than the... Than the <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for. I have gratitude for a turkey and mayo, and mayo sandwich on Friday after Thanksgiving. It's pretty special. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. But if, if people were to take the time and, and just do the list, I think, whether it's through prayer, mentally doing that, and thinking of others, it's not just, again, when we pray, it's not just for ourselves, but we may have personal issues that we need prayer for. Sure. But there's a lot of people out there, the world needs prayer. Right. And so let's put it out to everybody else. And if we put it out to everybody else and send out those good vibrations, those good vibes and frequencies and energies, things, good things will come back to us. Yeah, yeah, I 100% I believe that. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. 
And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.